night. We're going to continue in discipleship, but I want to get right into this because we're going to take some time to pray tonight as a church. Amen? So I want to talk about powerful prayer. How many know being a prayer warrior is part of discipleship? And learning to uh, exercise our authority in the Lord. And so I want you just to know tonight, I'm going to make a statement that I want you to write down. And uh, this is going to be something we're going to kind of have as, as, a, as a background for our prayer lives. I thought this was an amazing statement. And I want you to think about this in your walk with God. As we want to see change, it's going to come through prayer. Okay? Anything you want to see happen in your life, it's going to come through speaking to God. And think about this. When you speak to God and you pray, you are in the natural down here. You're reaching up into the supernatural. And you're asking the supernatural to come down and affect the natural down here. Everybody see that? That's what prayer does. We're natural people. We're human people. We, we cannot do anything on our own power. Nothing. Not, no, 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 no way we could ever, ever get to heaven up there. It's too far, and that power is untapped up there in God. But as humans, we can reach up in the supernatural through prayer, and we can tap into God's power, and that power from heaven that is supernatural, that means that, means that nothing's impossible, means anything can happen. That's what supernatural is. It means beyond our power, beyond our ability. We can reach up there and touch heaven, and that supernatural power can come down to earth and change things. Can change your marriage, can change your finances, can change your situation, can change your family, can change anything. Somebody say anything. So I want you to think about this. How many know that until we reach heaven and we get to be saved in heaven and we're with Jesus face to face, not in these carnal bodies. How many know we're in a battle? If you don't know that, you haven't been saved long enough. Amen? When you are saved, you come into a battle. This is a battle. We're in a battlefield. The, the Bible says that we are, uh, in, the weapons of our warfare are not here on this earth, but they're spiritual. And so I want you to think about that. As we go forward every day in our walk with God as disciples, powerful prayer is what changes things. Too many times, church, we want to see a change, and I've told you this before, and we talk about the problem instead of talking to God about the problem. We magnify the problem instead of going to God and saying, Lord, I want to see this problem change. So we're going to have an opportunity tonight to spend some time in prayer together corporately. Corporately. We have time before church in our prayer room. We want to get everybody back there. We want everybody to get there before service. We hope you're praying at home in your, in your daily walks with God. But we want to have corporate prayer too. And I feel led to just have a time of prayer tonight as a church. But I want to give you some verses. And I want you to think about this. Victor How many want to be victorious? You don't just want to just play or fight. You want to win. Amen? So it's, listen to this. Victorious warriors in Christ win the battle first in prayer. Win the battle first in prayer and then go off to war. Amen? Pastor Paul sent this to me and I thought it was so powerful. And I wanted to share it with you guys tonight. Listen to this again. Victorious warriors in Christ win the battle first in prayer and then go off to war. You get that? So we pray first, we win the battle in the spiritual, in the supernatural, and then we go off to the war. 
But a, a, a defeated warrior, a, a person who's not winning, who's not victorious, goes out and fights in the war without prayer and then tries to figure out how to win. Did y'all see that difference? A victorious person wins the battle first in prayer and then they go out and they just walk it out. But a person who's defeated, it just goes out there and fights and then tries to figure it out as they go along. But listen, powerful prayer is a weapon. And when you get a hold of that weapon in your life and you realize how powerful it is, it, you, it will change your life. Amen? It's the, it's the most important thing you can do. I want to give you just a few verses quickly. There's many tonight. I'm just going to speak for just a few minutes and we're going to pray. 1 John 5, 14 and 15. We need to have a confidence. Do you believe in who you're praying to? He says, now this is the confidence that we have in ourselves. How many know it's not in ourselves? This is the confidence we have in Him. Do we remember tonight that we're not praying to a wall? We're not praying to a sculpture. We're not praying to an ideology. We're not praying to some thought or some idea someone made up. We're praying to the living God. The King of kings and the Lord of lords, the creator of the universe. We're, we're not praying into the air. We're praying to somebody who is God. And so we can have confidence that in Him, if we ask certain things, what does it say? What does it say we can ask? What does anything mean? Anything means everything. So He leaves it wide open. And He says, according to His will. He hears us. How many know that's a good thing to know? When we pray according to His will, He hears. And we have to have a faith and a confidence that I'm not just praying into the air and kind of just hoping something happens. I can pray and believe and know something's going to happen. Because I have confidence. Not in myself, but in Him. And then, then we see in, in another verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, that we're not fighting something physical tonight. This is a spiritual battle. If you're not seeing victory in your life, you are fighting in the physical. You are talking about the problem. You're, you're not understanding the power that you have in prayer. And I want you to know something. This is, this, this is what's awesome. We don't have to go to school or get a degree in praying. Your, your degree is on your knees. The way you learn how to pray is by praying. God gave us some things in the Word about, you know, Jesus gave us a model prayer, how be, be thy name, and, and we start off with that prayer, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, and give us this daily bread, and He does this prayer, but that was never His intent that we would just read a prayer. He wants us to have a relationship with Him, and you learn how to pray by doing exactly that, praying. And you say, you know, I don't know, I'm not a very good prayer. Well, I'll tell you why you're not a very good prayer. Because you don't do it. How many know you don't get good at anything if you don't do it? You think of some of the things you're good at in your life, I promise you there's repetition of what you're good at. You're good at, at your jobs, you're good at a sport, you're good at whatever it is, it's something you do a lot. It, you don't just, you're not just born that way. Prayer takes practice. Prayer takes spending time with God. But when we understand these principles, 
we could do something powerful. So it says, for the weapons of our warfare are not, so we know there that we are in war, war, warfare, that's why we're warriors, and are not, these weapons are not carnal, meaning it's not something physical, but they're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. How many know we are fighting a spiritual battle against things that we cannot see in the spiritual realm and we have to understand that there is a power given to us and this is what's so cool. It doesn't matter how much you have ability or riches or talent or any of those things. You can be a warrior in prayer tonight just by believing what God's Word says. A warrior. A powerful person that when, when the devil sees you, he turns around and runs. I'm not messing with that Christian right there. They know how to pray. He doesn't look at us and say, oh, they sing good, or they do this good, or they do that good, or they have a lot of money, or don't have money. Or they, they, he looks at us and sees Jesus, and he sees a powerful prayer life, and he doesn't want to mess with us. How many want to have a prayer life like that? Last verse. This is powerful. Matthew chapter 18. He says, assuredly, I love that word. That means for sure. I say to you that whatever, and there's that word again, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. So that's the, that's the carnal reaching up to the supernatural with the authority that God has given us. And it says whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, I'm going to read the rest of this in just a second. You can leave that up there, but I want you to remember something. Why do we have authority tonight? What does the Bible tell us? Jesus told Peter, he said, upon this rock, upon the rock that is Christ Jesus, I'm going to build my church, and what did he say? The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He is saying, I've given you all power and all authority over everything. He says you can trample on serpents and scorpions. If you touch anything deadly, it won't hurt you. He says you can bind things on this earth and they'll be bound in heaven. You can loose things on this earth and they'll be loosed in heaven. Whatever you ask. That's a power that we got as the church. He said the church, the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. When we come together like this in a corporate body, the devil trembles when we begin to talk about prayer. When he sees a people who are not afraid of, of what the world says or the enemy says, he sees a people who are bold in prayer and understand the power of prayer, he shakes because it says, again, I say to you that if two of you agree, how many know there's more than two of us in here, on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them. By my Father in heaven, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Something powerful happens, but how many know it says there, whenever two or more agree? That means we got to be on the same page. In the next few minutes, church, listen to me, we can do something in the next few minutes that would take 15 or 20 minutes together in agreement that we could never do in 10 years physically, in 15 minutes, if we get in agreement. If we can focus for just a few minutes here, and we can, and we can say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take with the verses I heard, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to think about what i got to do tomorrow, 
I'm not going to think about what i got to do next week. I'm not going to think about the bills i got to pay. I'm not going to think about how I feel. I'm going to pray right now. If we come into agreement, heaven will shake. God will move. Miracles will happen. Lives will be changed. Answers will come. Things will be loosed. Things will be bound. Change will happen in the next few minutes if we'll just focus and pray. That's a promise. Amen? So we're going to take a few minutes here, and we're going to pray. And we're going to spend some time on our knees. I want to challenge you in a moment to either find a place at the altar or turn around at your chair and pray there. And I want to say something. The ushers are watching. People that are online are going to pray with us. They're going to turn around in their chairs at home. They're going to pray in their living rooms with us. They're going to pray in their cars. We're going to keep the screen on. We're going to pray together as a church. Because how many know that there's power in numbers? Two, all we need is two, but if we have more, there's power in that. And I want us to pray, and the ushers are going to be watching. I don't want any kids talking. I don't want any teenagers talking. I don't want anybody moving around and leaving. I want us to focus. I want us to pray for a few minutes, and I want you to act like you're sitting there just like you are listening to a service. The way you're not moving, I don't want you to move during this prayer meeting. I'm going to take a few minutes to pray. Amen? And I want you to seek God with me. And we're going to agree together, and we're going to declare for some things. I've got a few things that I just wrote down that we can pray for specifically. We need to pray for a miracle for Jawan. She needs a miracle in her body. She needs a physical miracle in her heart. She needs a transplant, and God can do a miracle. Amen? God is going to do a miracle in her. I want us to pray for Veronica's mom. She's just about went home the other day, and she's coming out of it. I want us to pray that she comes out of it totally. That's where Jerry and Veronica are tonight, down visiting her. And uh, she's conscious now. They took her off the ventilators. They praise God. And we're going to believe that she's going to come t- totally out of that. I want to pray for continued healing over my mom, for her to have total recovery. I want us to pray tonight for anybody that's sick in the church. We've got a lot of people called that were sick, uh, that, are, that are dealing with the cold and different things. And the last thing is I want us to pray that wall down. I want us to pray that wall down behind us, amen, that God's going to open the doors for us to break ground very quickly and very soon and, and see this church continue to grow. So we're going to get ready right now. I'm going to open up the altars and the chairs, just. but I want to give you one more thing. Listen to this. Prayer is the first and the second and the third thing necessary for a believer. First option, second option, and third option. And we should pray and then we should pray some more, and then when we got done praying after that, we should pray some more. It's the answer. This isn't anything new, church. It is the weapon tonight. And I'm telling you, I don't care how you feel. Like Dwayne said, I don't care what you've gone through. You can focus for a few minutes right here. You can begin to call on God, and God's going to do a miracle. Amen? I want everybody to stand to their feet so that you're either going to come to the altar or you're going to turn around in your chair. And we're going to take 20 minutes and we're going to pray. And then we're going to come back up here and sing a song of worship. And we're going to thank the Lord for what he did. Amen? All right, let's go.
begin to thank God. Just begin to thank Him. Don't ask anymore tonight. Just begin to thank Him. Because when you begin to thank Him, that's faith saying, I believe that what I just prayed is answered. I believe that just what I just said is done. We're not begging. We're not wondering. We're thanking Him tonight because it's done. Tonight as we're back online, I want to pray a salvation prayer for anybody that's watching online. Anybody that's listening right now, 
on this podcast and or on online right now, you don't know Jesus. And maybe you just stumbled onto here on Facebook or YouTube and the Holy Spirit led you and you're hopeless right now. And you don't know where you'd go if you died and you don't have any peace in your life and you've tried everything but God and God says tonight, open your heart to me and I will change your life and I will transform you and I'll give you a new beginning. And I want you to just repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I know that I'm a sinner and I fall short of your glory. Jesus, I call on your name because you are the way and the truth and the life. Heavenly Father, have mercy on me tonight and forgive me for all of my sins. I believe you died on the cross for all my sins. Shed your blood to forgive me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I put my faith in you tonight. You are Lord. You are Master. You are Savior. I confess you, Jesus. Change me tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for these prayers. We thank you for this time together. We declare by faith that you have heard our prayers. All across this sanctuary, God, you've heard from the very least to the very highest in the sense of the very smallest prayer to the very biggest prayer. Lord, you've heard every prayer, Lord, and we have exercised faith tonight. And Lord, as I said earlier, we know and believe tonight that you can do more in a few minutes in prayer than we can do in a lifetime in our own power. It is not by might, it is not by power, but it's by your Spirit, says the Lord God of hosts. And we thank you, Father, for this time together. We pray that people have been restored, that people have found rest tonight. Lord, that people have found the presence of God falling upon them and filling them up tonight, Lord. Oh, we bless your name tonight. And Lord, as we just worship you for a moment, we want you to know that we have exercised faith and we are expecting return. We're expecting change. We're expecting chains to be broken. We're expecting lives to be saved. We're expecting answers to come and testimonies to come forward. Thank you, Jesus. As we begin to sing this song tonight, just worship Him and thank Him.